All right, you guys, welcome to another episode of the most must-see podcast right now. It's booming, it's coming, it's coming out slowly, but, you know, gotta get, we gotta start somewhere. But on today's episode, we are gonna talk about the WWE draft predictions. So, my predictions right now, and there's a couple things that I've noticed so far that I want to talk about. So the first thing is, it looks like Braun Strowman's on Raw now. Or he's going to get traded to Raw. Mostly because the past couple of Raws, he's been on Raw Underground. He kind of has nothing left to do on SmackDown. His Intercontinental title reign was... Eh. His Universal title reign was okay. Could have been better. So that kind of like leaves him out of the equation of what he could do. Because we already have like our, our main feud set up over there. But it looks like Braun Strowman's coming over to Raw. And a couple other superstars could follow in his footsteps. I know AJ Styles has said in the past he he doesn't have any hate towards Paul Heyman, but he's very upset with him for letting his um, very good friends, who he's known for a while, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, leave WWE to go to Impact Wrestling. So he's not really too happy with Paul Heyman about that, and I'm Judging from this past episode of SmackDown, I'm going to assume that they're probably leading towards him getting traded to Raw. Even though it was a great match, did, did you really want to have Jey Uso pin AJ Styles without some sort of background to it? Could be uh, AJ Styles to Raw. Another match that kind of gave me a hint towards what could happen is Otis and John Morrison. So more than likely, I want to say the Miz and Morrison could either get split up and sent to Raw, or the Miz could be headed to Raw and Morrison could be staying on SmackDown. There's a couple different scenarios. They both could go to Raw, Morrison could go to Raw, the Miz could go to Raw while the other stays on SmackDown. It's kind of like a, a back and forth. I I want to see Morrison stay on SmackDown just so he could get you know, like a a good run to the top. Just because SmackDown has a lot of talent. But Raw has a lot of talent. WWE has a lot of talent. But they're also known for not using them the right way. Not using some at all. Just because they, they overload on talent. So it kind of forces them into a situation where it's like, okay. This episode is filled out. We have 15 minutes left. We need a main event. Who do we have? And they go over the list of who they have used in the episode. It's like, all right, we didn't use Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Street Profits, um, Angel Garza, John Morrison. And they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Too many stars. We need a couple stars to face off in the main event. Who do we pick? And and they kind of just go at it from there. A couple other superstars I could see get traded. I I could see The Fiend and Alexa Bliss going to Raw. I don't know if it's likely. Because that, that, that look that Alexa Bliss gave to Roman Reigns. 
kind of gave me a hint that Reigns and Wyatt are going to feud sometime, sometime down the line. I, w- I, I want to say it really bad. I want to say the Fiend Bray Wyatt is going to win the Rumble and face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. But I kind of feel like WWE has that set for Big E to win the Rumble. And Big E is going to face the Tribal Chief, uh, Roman Reigns, at WrestleMania. And sort of give it as a, like a passing on the torch moment. Kind of like what they did with Kingston and Daniel Bryan. Just because the way they have Reigns booked right now, I don't see him losing anytime soon. I don't see him losing any, um, what do you call it, any momentum. Just because this is the Roman Reigns that everyone has been looking for. We always wanted Roman Reigns. Everyone's question was, is Roman Reigns the next John Cena? Is Roman Reigns, you know, the face of the WWE? Is Roman Reigns the superstar that is loved by the fans but gets booed by them every single time? Is Roman Reigns a person that gets shoved down people's throats? It's kind of like a like a payback moment for Reigns. It's kind of like, oh, well, you guys didn't miss me, so why should I miss you guys? Why should I come out here and put on a great show for you guys? You know what? I'm just going to come out and put a Samoan ass beating on every single superstar that steps in my way. And what makes it even better that was really surprising by WWE was they put... They knew Reigns wasn't good with promos, so they put the master of the promos with him. They figured, you know what? Lesnar's stuck in Canada. He's not able to come to the WWE. He doesn't want to work in front of a virtual fan audience or no fans. So he's probably going to wait it out until, you know, the borders get opened up and everything like that and all the situations are settled. But... Reigns is most likely going to feud with Wyatt either at the Rumble pay-per-view, at Survivor Series probably, or we could see him face Wyatt at like Elimination Chamber or something like TLC or something like that down the line. But I I honestly think The Fiend and Alexa Bliss are going to go to Raw just because The Fiend's kind of done... Everything he can on SmackDown, other than win the Intercontinental Championship, which, as a wrestling fan right now, I want to say this. I hope Jeff Hardy wins back the Intercontinental title just so he can bring back his world-famous alter ego. If you guys never met him, his name is Willow. Willow is one of multiple personalities of Jeff Hardy that Jeff Hardy has used multiple times in Impact Wrestling. He used it mostly during the times of times of broken heart, broken narrow, and mostly used Willow in certain cases that he needed to, just like the Fiend is used. But I know a, a, a huge dream match of Jeff Hardy's is to have Brother Nero or Willow fight the Fiend Bray Wyatt in a cinematic match, most likely. I don't know. Or in something like an unsanctioned match. But I want to see The Fiend and Alexa Bliss stay on SmackDown. Just so The Fiend can kind of get like another Intercontinental title run. But he could go over to Raw. Just to kind of like shake up that roster over there. Because imagine Retribution trying to invade and The Fiend Bray Wyatt's a babyface. And he kind of just like attacks. He helps 
the um, Raw roster out by kind of like holding one of the members of the Retribution in the middle of the ring with the Mandible Call. It possibly could be in a scenario come Survivor Series time. I I, I feel like it's something that could happen or something like the lights go out and he appears from under the ring and pulls one of the members under and that triggers like a an all-out brawl. But yeah, I, either way, I'm going to be happy because The Fiend Bray Wyatt is one of the hottest stars right now. He's, I mean, honestly, he's my favorite wrestling superstar right now. But another trade, I could see Kevin Owens going to SmackDown. He, he's been misused for a while now. And I don't know what they had planned for him. And they just throw him into a feud with Aleister Black. I don't know what they did with Aleister Black. There, there was a, sort of something going around where Vince McMahon wanted to repackage him. He didn't feel like he had the right persona in him. So he kind of changed him. I, I like new look. I don't know how it's going to work. If Aleister Black's going to need a push. If it's a push, if he's going to get a title anytime soon, I don't know. I could see Kevin Owens going to SmackDown just to give him a new change of scenery. To get him some new, fresh... Um, what you what do you call it? New um, faces to fight with. And possibly a reuniting with Sami Zayn and him and... Sammy reuniting and joining together to possibly go after the tag titles at some point or them reuniting their long lasting feud. But I, I I highly doubt he's gonna stay on Raw. Another thing I could see is possibly a Seth Rollins going to SmackDown or Murphy going Murphy's probably gonna stay on Raw or he's gonna go to SmackDown. One of them, I kind of could see like a, a a winner, a loser has to lead the the brand match. See it like a passing of the torch. Murphy, the disciple, beats Seth, the Messiah. But Seth needs a new change of scenery. He needs to get rid of this feud that's been going over too long. It's been having some ridiculous matches that I don't think anyone wanted to see an eye for an eye match. I kind of figured we would all look at it like, what the hell is this? How is this person going to lose an eye? Um, but, yeah, I could see Seth Rollins going to SmackDown, most likely, to give him a change of scenery. Possibly him and Reigns um, forming a new Shield 2.0 with the Usos. Possibly a Reigns bloodline faction. And then a couple other superstars I could see changing brands. I want to say Ricochet back to NXT, just because Vince doesn't, know what to really do with him right now, especially after um, Ali was revealed as the leader of Retribution, which kind of ties in with the hacker storyline, which is an amazing um, thing by WWE for long-term storylines, which a lot of people have complained about. Oh, well, WWE doesn't do long-term storylines. They like to they like to force things, and they like to mess people up, and blah, blah, blah. Well, guess what? The hacker storyline has been going on for how long now? And they just disappeared with it. And then this retribution angle comes up and shows up. of Superstars that have been tired of getting things taken away from them. And then Ali is revealed as the leader. Which makes sense. Ali got his title shot taken away from him at Elimination Chamber. 
if Kofi Kingston, if Ali wasn't injured, Kofi Kingston wouldn't have had a Kofi Mania moment. Which I, I feel was, could have been good, but I don't think Ali would have gotten the reaction that Kofi Kingston would have got. And a couple of other superstars I could see getting traded or called up. I I want to say the Undisputed Era could get called up. Or just Adam Cole by himself. Just because the Undisputed Era have basically done everything you can do in NXT. There's nothing really left for them to do. But then again, we all have that sense of fear in our minds where it's like, oh my god. What is Vince McMahon going to do to them now? Because we, we've all had that sense of animosity. I remember the first night Keith Lee came out Raw. They were like, oh my god, they changed his entrance music. And his he's got a ring, he's got a skirt on now. Like, seriously? Well, guess what? It doesn't matter about the ring attire or the entrance music or whatnot. It matters by how you get over with the fans. Keith Lee is a fan favorite. Everyone's loved him, no matter what. And no matter what, everyone's going to support him. I don't see anyone turning on him. But I I hope they don't turn him into a bad guy anytime soon. But um, another trade I could see is the Street Profits to SmackDown just because um he just needs like they they just need like a new um change of scenery they've been on Raw way too long And they kind of have nothing left to do over there. So it's kind of like, what what else can we do? Another couple of superstars that could get traded. I could see... Um... Possibly King Corbin to Raw. Maybe Andrade and Angel Garza to SmackDown. I I want to say Chad Gable back to NXT. But I don't know what their, their plan is with him. After they fed him to Sheamus this past week on SmackDown. And... I... want to say Raw and SmackDown, they kind of split it up and have Banks go to Raw and Bailey stay on SmackDown. But I don't know how that would work, but we've kind of had that scenario in the past and have Banks and Bailey meet down the line again. Banks wins the Royal Rumble, challenges Bailey for the title, or... Honestly, I could see Raw getting Universal Champion Roman Reigns and SmackDown getting Drew McIntyre and kind of the title switching brands. 
that wouldn't make sense considering the um universal title is already blue it wouldn't make sense to change it again another one is possibly back to the kevin owens one he could get a new change of scenery and go back to where he came from which was nxt NXT could possibly take great care of him. He could join the Undisputed Era if Adam Cole goes up to the main roster, which could be a a huge what-if scenario. And he could take over NXT like he used to. I could see Johnny Organo coming up to maybe smack down a Raw. Because he's great on NXT, but... I feel like he's he's like a Sami Zayn type of guy or John or Daniel Bryan type of guy. He 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 busts his ass in the ring, never gets credit for it, gets booked 50-50. He he kind of knows what he wants to do. And uh, a a shocker I could see is Dominic Mysterio possibly getting traded to SmackDown. I I feel it's too soon though just because Dominic still got a, a lot of improvement he's got to do in the ring but on unless they keep Dominic and Reigns together and send them both to SmackDown just because Dominic is is young and he already looks amazing in the ring or we could see Aleister Black go to SmackDown to start over Candice LeRae and Johnny Gargano coming up as a power couple and going to the same brand or one goes to the one brand, the other goes to the other. And then, you know, we always have, like, the the different rounds where it's like, oh, my God, this the, here's the person that's never going to get used. Here they go. And I, there's a couple of play, people that I want to see back to NXT. I want to see Daniel Bryan back in NXT. Just because he... he was in NXT during the days where we didn't NXT wasn't as big as it was today. So imagine Daniel Bryan against superstars like Finn Balor or Ridge Holland or Pete Dunne or a lot of superstars in NXT that Daniel Bryan could face. Or we have Cesaro and Nakamura just because they're the tag champions they could possibly drop the titles down the line. And possibly move to Raw. But I want to say. They want to. They should merge the tag divisions. Just because. The tag divisions on both shows are kind of so small. They don't really know what to do with them. It's kind of like. Oh my god we've seen this feud already 8,000 times. Do we really need to see it again? And. We could see. Rhea Ripley coming up. Just because she's kind of had a taste of what the main roster looks like. And she's looked amazing doing it. So she could go to Raw or SmackDown. Or we could see Matt Riddle go to Raw. It's highly unlikely, but I, I wouldn't be surprised. And then we got, you know, player. We got superstars like Tomasa Champa. He could go to um, Raw or SmackDown. But with the way he came back and how dominant he looks, I could see him keeping him on NXT.
But there are a lot of superstars in the draft that are most likely not going to get used as much. Unless it's like a, oh, we need to get this guy over more. Let's have him go out and get his ass whooped real quick. So it's kind of like a, like a, the first nights are going to be not as great. Or actually, the first rounds are going to be great. But then you're going to have, you know, the new people where it's like, oh, God, they suck. And, you know, we're going to, we're going to see, you know, we also have a lot of people that are coming back. So it kind of depends on what WWE wants to do with them. But we we could get a lot of shockers in the draft. We don't know. WWE always has something up their sleeves, so maybe they could pull off something insane and possibly debut someone new or something like that. But we kind of have to wait and see until Friday night. But that is it for tonight. And I will see you guys on the next episode tomorrow night. And tomorrow we are going to talk about the Flyers and possibilities of who they could sign or trade for. And how their offseason could look for them. Especially after the, the... The... Terrible news today of Matt Niskanen retiring, which is a huge blow to the Flyers. And then, you know, we have um, a lot of holes to fill in the roster. And it just all depends on how the front office is planning to fill them holes. You know, the trade rumors around Patrick Lane or um, Johnny Gaudreau. It all... It, we'll, we'll all talk about them scenarios tomorrow, but tune in tomorrow for the next episode of David Sports Academy. Share this podcast with your friends. Get them to listen to it. It's a lot of great um, information you're hearing. I'm, I'm not going to be one of those podcasts where it's like, you know what? I don't care what anyone says. You know, I believe this and I believe that. It's kind of just to get facts from both sides of the coin to figure out like oh well he he's great but he he could fix these or oh the, the eagles are good or terrible but they could fix it this way like it's not a negativity podcast it's more or less to you know come out and listen to facts and kind of get a, a good chunk of what you can expect but Tune in tomorrow for next episode. We're going to talk about the Flyers offseason and how it could affect them in the next season in a good way or a bad way. Thank you. Have a good night.